If you're driving, please remember to use your car's Bluetooth speaker while listening to the AM Drive. Sports talk is not worth your safety or the safety of others. Grab your popcorn and sit back. <laughs> Jump the gun. Oh, no, give me more than that. Okay, go this way. That was dumb. Look, we are. Happy Top 5 Hump Day to everyone in the sports universe. It is August the 10th, 2022. This is AM Drive on our Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook. Hello and good morning. For Sammy Action, thumbs up Sammy Action, I am Michael Carbellis. Say what's going on, Shabay? Hey, my man Michael. Yeah, I watched some baseball last night and poor St. Louis. Colorado hit the pitcher so hard, they knocked his mustache off. It was crazy. 14 hits and a broken mustache. Unbelievable. What do you mean broken mustache? How'd that work? They, they they just hammered him so hard, man. 14 hits in two innings against the starting pitcher of the Cardinals. Mills Mikolas, or however you pronounce his name. Oh, yeah. That, okay, I get it. I thought you meant like he pegged the batter. No, you mean like the pitcher got, okay, that, that, yeah, that's pretty horrible. Yep. Maybe, I the got you did, maybe the only thing they didn't hit was his head because they hit everything else. <laughs> Rough stuff there. So who won the game? It was the Cardinals against the who? Uh, Colorado. They won. They scored sixteen runs. They scored oh four, my lord! <laughs> Forty hits in the first two innings. He got hammered. Oh my god! One of the biggest beatings I've ever seen. <laughs> um, reason we're calling it a top five hump days because I overslept yesterday, which is what I tend to do about once every two weeks. <laughs> but um. Well, we're going to do our top five Tuesday today. Pretty much nothing has changed on the topic list. Um, go to amdrive.online to shop our merchandise or click the Air Shop tab at mikeandarendrive.com. We thank you for supporting the show. The Kevin Durant drama continues. Um, after he met with the Brooklyn Nets owner, Joe Sy, we ended up learning that he just said, no, trade me again. And Joe Sy says, nah. I think I'm going to side with the GM and the coach on this one. Apparently, Kevin Durant gave him an ultimatum. You know, it's funny that Kevin Durant has four years left on this deal, and he's giving you an ultimatum. Ha-ha! <laughs> That's quite the bold move, Mr. Durant. Not going to happen. So, Simon, I'll ask you this question because it's been a debated topic, and I want to hear your take on it. I know my take. I want to know, would it be better for the Nets to just trade him and get what they can now or try to maybe make amends or just make him suffer. I know what I'm thinking, but what do you, what do you think they should do? Trade him now or wait and try to make amends? I think they should trade him, and I'll tell you why. The two most dreaded words right now, especially in the NBA, are unhappy superstar. Mm. <laughs> and having an unhappy superstar on your team creates things like Ben Simmons, creates things like James Harden, creates – situations where you don't get the optimum play out of your best players, but you still have to pay them a majority of their money. And so if you have an unhappy superstar and he's asking for a trade at this point in, in, in the way the, the NBA works, you should just get rid of him because you're not getting anything from him anyway. You might as well get something for him. That's my thought on it. Here's what I'm going to say. Wait, it's not because to try to make amends. It's because Kevin Durant still signed a deal. And if I don't, if I'm not a hundred percent sold on a package, 
How do I know there's not? Like, remember when Zion Williamson came out of nowhere in high school videos and all of a sudden he was the next big thing? What if Bronny James takes another step in his recruiting? And it's like, well, if someone like that just takes another step, like, huh, remember that number one draft pick that looks a lot better now? I know I, I can actually gauge that. I would rather, if it depends on my future, instead of getting a package I'm about 90% sure of, why not get a package that involves a high draft pick that could have that one or two guys and get the players you want? That's why I see hold off. And, and if Kevin Durant wants to moan and complain, okay, cool. <laughs> I don't care. It's, it's your credibility, not mine, pal. I'm well, just trying every, to run a team here. Every season that he doesn't play well in the next four is one less season that your team competes. And every season he doesn't play well is a little bit less value you can derive from him. So as his price goes down, what you get for him goes down. And every season that you wait is one less season you have a chance of winning. And so I, I understand your point. And, and I obviously don't think they're going to take less than, than they want or should. But the longer you wait, the less you're going to get. I thought the Jalen Brown package might have been the best they could have gotten. And the fact that the Celtics were dumb enough to offer that shows you how stupid the Nets are, right? Like, like really, guys? You know, I would just say, what you're going to do what? He <laughs> Take him, shoot. See if I care. <laughs> it's your problem now. I agree. That was a really good package offer. I cannot believe they said no. I'm like, you guys really, Joe Sy or somebody out there has to have a lot of faith in this guy. And, yeah. and the days where you could just count on these guys being professional and playing their heart out for, you know, because they signed a contract, those days are over. Those days have been over. The, these players, they, they have too much, they have too much power, too much entitlement now. They're jerks. Yeah. I mean, Kevin Durant, if he doesn't want to play or he doesn't care, he's not going to play well. It's just, it doesn't matter they signed a contract to him. I mean, it doesn't matter to any of them. They they just they do what they want. And so if they're not happy, they're not gonna get you're not gonna get the optimum output from him. So I don't know. Let's get to our new game that we have three words or less. We're sort of feeling NFC South today, but who cares? We're on AFC East this time because we missed yesterday's show. So we've got Mac Jones, Tua, Josh Allen, and Zach Wilson, and we're gonna start with Mac Jones. Sammy, three words or less, what comes to your mind or what do you nickname, which are one of the two? What comes to mind from Mac Jones is uh, my favorite quote from Journey, don't stop believing. Don't! Because... I was listening to that song last night. That's funny. Well, here, speaking of which, that was a new, I, I saw your new video. That was a great new video. Uh, wonderful. You should post that on the link. Let people Perfect uh, look ending. At it. That's right. Thank um, you. Uh, good good tie-in for you. Uh, I, I'm using those three words because I don't know that Mac Jones believes in Mac Jones, and I'm certainly not sure if New England believes in Mac Jones, but if they're going to take the next step with him, they're going to have to believe in him, and he has to believe in himself. So uh, I, I'm not the biggest Mac Jones fan. I've been a little bit harsh on him in the past, yep. but, uh, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give him some chance. I'm going to give him a chance. I'm going to believe in him a little bit this year. That's right. Um, my – um, oh, well, good morning. Um, my um, words for him are good luck. Um, because who's calling the plays? Because I don't know if you've seen the recent training camp reports. They're, they're like abysmal at best. And we knew the Patriots offense might have been a little bit worse without Josh McDaniels. Um, it looks like it's going to be a train wreck. Um, there's other people that are saying, oh, well, it's only training camp. Yeah, but you, mm, you don't want this in your second-year quarterback, buddy. I mean, he's not showing any improvements. If that were, That's what we're hearing? Okay, yeah, no, good luck. Let's go to Zach Wilson for the Jets. Three words All right. 
for me, it is Vidi, Vici, Vidi. Uh, I came, I saw, I conquered, which is what that translates to. And here he uses that mantra in his love life. Hopefully he can use it on the football field. Uh, he needs to he needs to come on the field and he needs to conquer. Um, the Jets have had a very long stint of not great quarterback play, and he needs to change that uh, change that tune for them. So uh, it's going to be a tough road, tough sledding. But I like I like the the team they put together at least around him so far. Um, Aaron's three words or less for uh, Matt Jones has continued to improve. For Zach Wilson, it's guard your moms. That's not funny, Aaron. Um, my, oh, no, my three words or less for Zach Wilson are prove it because Jets had a good off season. So he has no excuses for a sophomore slump for the first time in a long time. The Jets had a good off season. So I feel like unless injuries, you know, injuries aside, I want to see Zach Wilson prove it. I thought he had great ball placement in college. So we'll see with your team that has a bolstered offensive line. Defense will be okay, and you have a couple weapons now. What can you do, bro? Show it. Prove it. Next up, Josh Allen. Now, Josh Allen for Aaron is MVP or bust. Sammy, three words or less for Josh Allen. Uh, I'm going to use a similar mantra, but I'm going to hyphenate uh, Super Bowl and say Super Bowl or bust. Uh, they uh, they are the odds-on favorite to represent the AFC. He's the odds-on favorite to be the MVP, and it all kind of falls on his shoulders. So it's either a, it's either a busted year or one that uh, you know they take they take a big run at it. So I'm ho- I'm hoping to see them take a run at it. They were probably the best team last year, so we'll see. Hmm, I'm gonna go not so fast. Um, preseason high and power rankings I've learned don't mean a dang thing. Um, because they're based on last year's success and failures. Nobody knows truly who's going to be great until they are. Like, there's been very few times in NFL history, well, at least my history since 2005, that I can say that, wow, that team had preseason hype and they, and they showed up and did it. We never know. Like, we, we, there are some teams that you hope are going to continue to get better, but sometimes they'll fall flat on their face. Sometimes they'll skyrocket farther than you ever thought. So let's just go not so fast on this one. Any piece of ball that looks good in dandy and betting, but eh, not a bit. I maybe it's my own personal bias saying Josh Allen is not the, the end all be all, but we're gonna find out very quickly what this Bills team is made of, and I cannot wait for it. But not so fast. I think if you would have looked at last year's preseason odds, the, who won, who would win the Super Bowl? I think you would have gotten some combination of the Rams, Kansas City. Um, Oh gosh, Green Bay and Buffalo as your top four choices, and four of those teams finish in the top six. So the the people who do these kinds of things do tend to get it pretty right now. I don't think anybody had the Bengals, and I don't think anybody had the 49ers as a top five team last year. So those teams certainly did come out of nowhere. But you know, the people who do this, they they do have a good indication of who's going to be good. I think the Rams were the favorite out of the NFC last year. So there you go. Uh, oh, okay, I see what you did there. Um, for two attack of a lower, um, Aaron says now or never. Sammy, three words or less for two attack of a lower, the Dolphins quarterback. Most accurate passer. Uh, Ty- <laughs> Tyreek Hill, Hill says he's the most accurate passer. Tua needs to be the most accurate passer. If he is the most accurate passer and he has a big year, they can have a really good team. I like that one. That was, that was cheesy. That was sarcastic. I love it. Mine is let it fly. Um, Tyree Kill has been hyping this man up, like you said. 
And I think I personally believe that he was a very accurate passer in college. I liked his ball placement on the short to intermediate routes. I feel like, oh, that guy's like he puts it in stride. But Chua now has no excuses because adding to Jalen Waddle, like I said, is Tyreek Hill. And this guy won't shut up about you. So go out there, let it fly. I don't want to see the Dolphins hold him back either. I feel like last year they kind of held him back. I want to see. Can Mike McDaniel let this guy sling it around to two very fast wide receivers? It's going to be interesting to see. And I keep on telling people, watch for those behind the line of scrimmage passes. Tua is very good. Is a very good screen passer and a very good like crossing route guy over the middle. Watch out for those because those guys can burn those routes. Yeah, I, I've been saying this all offseason. I think what Tyreek Hill has actually made to him give him more pressure. I feel like he's actually done him a disservice. Uh, all this talk about Tua has put a little bit more pressure on his shoulders as opposed to, you know, now he can't, you know, like every time he wants to take a shot on a deep ball, you know, he has to be accurate, right? Like, you know, if, if he's inaccurate, they're going to hear about it. So I, I feel like it actually wasn't Tyreek Hill and, and the Dolphins' best interest to do what he did. But now that it's out there, I'm going to lift it up all year. <laughs> Most accurate passer. You're hysterical. Um, when we come back, we're going top five baseball teams for week 17. Woo! Almost a football season now. And also top five college football players ever. Woo! We're right back to the AM Drive on Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook. The AM Drive with Mike and Aaron might be the best morning show ever. If you love the show, shop the merchandise. For $26 hoodies, $16 shirts, even $13 mugs. High quality swag for cheap because Mike and Aaron love the fans. The best morning show, the lowest price merch at amdrive.online. This is Popple, the next generation business card. With just a tap, your Popple instantly shares your digital business card to both iPhone and Android devices. The best part? The other person doesn't need an app or a Popple to receive your info. To pop your info, tap your Popple to the top of an iPhone, the center of an Android, or just scan your in-app QR code. And just like that, all your info is saved to their phone. More connections, more leads, more sales. That's Popple. Download our free app and get your Popple today. Aren't you the vice golf guy? Yeah. You want an autograph? Uh, yeah. Actually, I was just wondering if the balls are any good. The balls are amazing. You look like a pro plus guy. I thought you'd never ask. It's actually better than my old ball. And it's half the price. Top performing golf ball, half the price. It's almost stealing. Quit searching the globe and get your high performing golf balls at vicegolf.com. Fanatics.com, the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear from all the leagues, teams, and players you love. Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com. Officially licensed everything. If you want the best sports merchandise from your favorite players, from your favorite leagues with daily deals, so just today's deal, free shipping on $24 or more. You got to go to MikeAndAaronDrive.com and do what, Sammy? Quit the F. I quit the F the other day. I bought some jerseys. 
Yay for Sammy! Woohoo! What jerseys did you buy? You got to explain that to the people. Uh, I bought a Joey Bosa jersey, a Rob Gronkowski jersey, and I bought my wife a 49ers jersey because she's a 49er fan as well. Well, Joey or Nick? Uh, I bought oh, Nick Bosa. Sorry. I bought Nick Bosa, um, Rob Gronkowski, and I bought her a, uh, a, a, a Garoppolo. I don't remember. Some some women's jersey she wanted. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I like um, Nick, but I like Joey better. And plus, I think Chargers colors are better, so I would have gone with Joey. I'm sorry. I, I, I wanted to have different colors to match all different outfits as well, so I already had uh, some blues. I needed some reds. Oh, wow. Well, I appreciate you, Sammy, for clicking the app, and the other people should click the app as well. Um, it's the easiest. It's one of the easiest ways to support our show because you can just get the jerseys, get the t-shirts, get the hats. It's all right there, but just make sure you give us the credit when you do that. Oh, let's stop yawning. Okay, let's get to top five MLB teams. It's week 17 of the baseball season. and Well, at least we've completed 17 weeks. And Sammy, give us your top five baseball teams, bro. It's been a while since I've done it, so I had to spend some time on it. And with all the trades, I really want to include some of these new teams that have made some big moves, like San Diego retooled their whole team. But I'm going to just give them an honorable mention at this point. Until they uh, show they can play together, I don't know that we can put them in our top five. They don't quite have the record to justify it. But for me, uh, I'm going to put the Cardinals at number five. They've been kind of hovering around that five, six, five. I know they don't have the fifth best record, but I feel like this is a team that really can make a run. Uh, so I have them number five. Uh, the trash mm. campaign Houston Astros at number four. No! Uh, the Yankees have slipped since the last time I did. The Yankees were like the clear cut number one last time I did this, and now they've slipped all the way to number three. Uh, they just haven't been playing good ball. And again, last night, another tough match with Seattle. Seattle's playing good baseball right now. That was a good game. It was 0 0 through nine. I mean, what, a, what an interesting baseball game, right? Uh, Seattle won? I, I, I didn't see the ending. I don't know who won. Um, but it was 0 0 through nine when I had to go do some other stuff. So. Uh, and you just don't see baseball games like that. Good pitching matchup between Castillo and Cole. Uh, number number three is the Yankees. Number two, I have the Mets, who I think the Mets, man, when they I, I've been saying it all year, once they get DeGrom back, they're the scariest team in the NL. And now that DeGrom's back and the masterful performance he put on his first two starts, they're dangerous, man. If he stays healthy, they are going to be a nightmare. Uh, and the number one, I think it's easy for everyone right now. The Dodgers are just playing out of their mind. They just swept uh, San Diego. I think they've won like, gosh, seven or eight in a row. Uh, and they're just, they just, it doesn't matter. They, they lose their pitchers. They just bring up new guys and new guys step up. They're just so deep in every position. Uh, by far the best team in baseball right now. Okay, so the Mariners won one to nothing in the, in the 13th inning, just to let you yeah. know. Um, Torrens apparently hit a, um, single to right and Suarez did the scoring for the team. Good. Yeah. I, I, I didn't watch well, that. He was as good as advertised one to nothing in the 13th. Yeah. Zero, zero through nine is when I stopped watching. It was, it was a pretty sick game. We had a very exciting, you know, pitchers duel. That's awesome. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and go five to one as well. And my ranking since last week, there is a shakeup. And Sammy, I know I think you already know my shakeup because I kind of texted you it, but I'm just looking ready for the people. They're going to like this one. Number five, the Braves are still there. Um, they have this is their sixth straight week in the top five. Great job for the Braves. They're playing well, 
and dare I say making a run towards defending it, not so fast, just saying. Number four, those trash can banging, cheating, mother cracking bastards at the ass. Yeah, exactly. Boom! Um, this is their 10th week in the top five and their eighth straight. So congrats to the, yeah. Um, number three, the Yankees, who are three and seven in the last 10, despite the best home record in baseball with 41 wins. That must mean, yes, they're 30 and 25 on the road. That's a horrible record for a top five team for me. They better be glad they're plus 205 in the run differential because that's just horrendous. For a team that's up there, 13-25 is like by far the worst of them all. So bad road record. Bad on you, Yankees. Boo. Number two, because the Yankees dropped, the Mets have won five straight. And Sammy call it. I've been on them since, I believe, week one. Yes, week one, they were five for me, by the way. They have been here every single week, and they're back to number two. They had a four-week stretch where they peaked at number one. They're back to number two. With 119 run differential, they've won five in a row. They got Jacob DeGod back. I'm going to call him DeGod. How about that? Jacob DeGod is back. And number one, a team that has won not eight straight, but nine straight, the Dodgers have. This is their seventh time at number one this year for me in back-to-back weeks with a plus 233. Woo! Woo! The Dodgers are healthy and playing well. That's time in our best top five listen because what are we doing now? Top five college football, you said. Yes. Now I didn't I mean, mind, I didn't mind I since spent, 1980. I'm gonna be honest. I spent a lot of time on this. I'm not a big college football fan. I had to do research. I had to go look at some stuff. <laughs> Agreed. Why don't you go five to one your top five college football players ever? Yeah. All right. So I made a late change from the one I sent you. Um, I oh. originally had. Uh, I'm going to do an honorable mention because originally I, the way I broke it down was best single season players, uh, best multi-season players, and most dominant career. And so for me, the best single season quarterback season I thought I'd ever saw was Cam Newton. And Cam Newton, who was my number five, had a ridiculously sick season uh, for 3,000 yards. He ran for 1,500 yards, 20 or 50-something touchdowns and a national championship and a Heisman. And that is not going to crack my top five. Uh, instead, he will get the honorable mention. And instead, my number five uh, player of all time, best single season quarterback, goes to Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow with 5,600 passing yards, 60 touchdowns, 6,000 total yards, an undefeated season, a Heisman Trophy, is probably the greatest single season quarterback play we've ever seen. So for number five goes to Joe Burrow. Number four is the single-season best running back season I've ever seen, and that is easy. It's Barry Sanders. Barry Sanders, 2,700 rushing yards, 37 touchdowns. And think about that as a running back. They only played 11 games. 37 touchdowns and a Heisman Trophy for a running back is just an absolutely ridiculous season. Unfortunately, he only played one season, so we can't move him up any higher on the list because he sat behind Thurman Thomas, and, you know, that's kind of tough. Speaking of which, Oklahoma State had some pretty good running backs. Number three, uh, I went with Tim Tebow. Three years of dominant play. Two years where he was a top two finalist for the Heisman. One year he won the Heisman. Two national championships. And just overall, 
for career-wise, some insanely good stats. He didn't. He ended up not being a very good player, but as a college player, he's a pretty, pretty godly player. Uh, number two, I went with Tommy Frazier, back-to-back national championships, and really a trend-setting quarterback uh, for Nebraska. You know, he, when I was watching football back in those days, you didn't see that dual threat the way Tommy Frazier did it. And he did it so seamlessly, uh, you know, both running the option and throwing the ball. He was just such a dominant force back in those days. And I think we forget, you know, how dominant that was. Nebraska at one point was a really dynamic team. Uh, so I wouldn't. Tommy Frazier tells me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right. Before you were, before you were born. <laughs> uh, and now, speaking of which, before you were born, my number one player all time is going to be Herschel Walker. Herschel Walker played three seasons, and every season he ran for 1,500 yards, and every season he ran for 20 touchdowns. He won a Heisman. He probably could have won three Heisman, and he left early. So he did that freshman, sophomore, and junior year before he was even ready for, you know, his best years to come. He was doing that in college. So I don't think we'll ever see a running back do what he did again, you know, three years of utter dominance like that. So for me, he goes down as the best college football player of all time. Love it. Number five for me. Johnny Manziel, the Texas A&M quarterback who, to me, that was – and by the way, guys, that was, this was whenever Texas A&M first broke into the SEC. So they had to play Alabama because they're in the SEC West, okay? A&M had just got in there. And Johnny Manziel beat him the first time they played and almost beat him again. And I don't know if you guys knew this, but being almost beating Nick Saban twice is a pretty big deal, especially when your school is not that great. Um, 63 touchdown passes in his career and 30 rushing touchdowns to this day. Money Manziel, had he not bragged about being a drug addict, I still believe would have been a good NFL player. Unfortunately, he likes to party and will go on Twitter and argue with people about how he wouldn't change it for anything. Yeah, I don't like it either, but hey, it's who he is. I have to deal with it. But top five college, go right on ahead. Number four. Michigan defensive back, 18 interceptions, Charles Woodson is my guy at number four. I almost put Deion Sanders in the spot and so I saw that Charles Woodson had four more interceptions and helped lead them to their first national championship. So I had to give a nod to Charles Woodson there. And a Heisman. You know, he won a Heisman too. Yes, he also interacts with fans on Twitter, which is pretty cool. Number three, the original number one quarterback prospects. 77 touchdown passes in his career. Stanford quarterback, John Elway. It's amazing to me, a guy can play in the 1980s in college, and still they say, he's the best since John Elway. That's how good John Elway was in college. Every single prospect guy, every single scout is like, he's the best quarterback prospect since John Elway. There you go. Number two, this guy, like you said, Two championships and a Heisman. But the best part about his numbers, how about 88 touchdown passes and a ho-hum 57 rushing touchdowns? That was Tim Tebow. That was the guy I had to convince people was not going to be good in the pros. I'm, I am was my first hot take of all time, and I said, Tim Tebow would not be a good pro quarterback. Try arguing those numbers and tell me you get crucified on Twitter, and I pretty much would, would have been crucified had I been on Twitter. Number one, though, did you know he it wasn't just a three straight good seasons? It wasn't just three years of our dominance. It was three straight unanimous All-American selections. That does not happen. 
Like he was, Herschel Walker was the guy. 160 yards rushing per game. They, they, when you're saying stop the box, they still couldn't stop him. How about that? Herschel Walker tops my list as well. Well, I didn't know that we were going to have the same number one. I mean, it's hard to argue against Herschel Walker. We just don't see players dominate that big, that long anymore. So, I mean, he has sort of the 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 last uh, the last distinction of being a three year dominant player. We just don't, you know, we just don't see it. Love it. Um, tomorrow's Thursday. Follow AM Drive, um, AM Drive TV on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Sammy, thanks so much for coming on. Thanks for toughing it out yesterday when I wasn't here. Nah, it's okay. I, I had nothing else to do. I know, right? Um, thanks so much for tuning in. Thanks again to Sammy, and I guess tomorrow it's back to Aaron, huh? Yep, I'm gonna be a fan tomorrow and watch the show. Love you, Sammy. Have a great day, guys. Drive safe. You too, my friend. Take care.